0: if you're listening to this episode as a podcast, don't worry, you can go to the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash 282. And I have an image of what I'm going to be discussing with you. I'm doing this podcast as a training because I think this is essential to you having your best 2024 ever, to getting organized, to feeling confident about your plan to grow your practice. And I want you to have this training. This is a lead up to the training that I'm doing in December that will help you really plan, dial in what you want to do for next year to really grow your practice. And this is going to work even if you're listening to this episode in 2027. Listen to this episode because I want you to feel the confidence that you can have when you have a plan that works. And if you are Someone who has access to YouTube or you're watching this on YouTube, that's fabulous because you're getting this as a training. This is going to be a masterclass in learning how to organize your thoughts around planning for growth for your year. And what I want to start with today before I, I even jump into this is really talking about the importance of thinking about your practice and its growth and doing things differently than you've ever done them before. So when I start working with a lawyer, they really come to me and they feel overwhelmed. They feel like they're behind, that they're never gonna get catched, catch up, right? Like they are always on this high alert, running around, trying to put out fires. And if that's you, I want you to know you're not alone because I talk to so many lawyers going through the exact same thing. But once we start working together and calming that overwhelm, And part of that is strategy and part of it is mindset. But once they start implementing what we talk about week after week, they are amazed at how much easier it is to grow their practice because they're no longer focused on all of the things sucking their energy away, sucking their time away, and they're learning how to bring it into bring all of their energy into the most important parts of their practice. So this is true whether or not you have your own practice or you're a lawyer who is building your book of business working for a firm. It doesn't matter. You get the opportunity to bring your energy and your focus to a point where you are able to think more clearly about what is needed to grow your practice effectively. So what my clients notice is that they're working less because they have so much more focus and they have the ability to properly train their staff because they are more aware of where the hiccups are in their processes. So their staff's productivity goes up, their own productivity goes up, and they are able to make the changes that they want to see. And when you have the plan that we talk about here today, it's going to help. We're actually going to work through an example of what you need to do in order to start putting time on the calendar and not a lot of time. The The plan that we're going to talk about today, you're going to be able to do this in like an hour a week, like just putting one hour on the calendar. It's not going to take a lot of time. So what we want to do is like, Today, when you're focusing on this episode, I want you to be thinking about how this will work because it's not going to take a lot of time. So what I want to get back to and really talking about your business and planning for its growth is one of the reasons, well, one of the reasons, the reason they can grow more easily and faster is because once the lawyers I work with clear the overwhelm, they can think more clearly they're not constantly barraged with thoughts like, I have all of this stuff to do. There's no way I can do it because they understand, of course, they can do what's on their calendar because they've made the plans ahead of time. And I work with them step-by-step on their calendar and how to make it work for them. It's not a one-size-fits-all because everybody has a different practice. Everybody has a different goal. And so I work with each client individually. I work with you individually so that we can can create whatever plan you want. I have some lawyers who want to create a four-day work week. I have a lawyer who wants to be able to travel abroad for several months and still keep her practice. I have um, clients who want to just work between the hours of eight and five, five days a week, and we make it work for whatever it is that they want. A family trips with their husband, whatever it is. So that is very individual to the lawyer and it is different for every single lawyer. I have one lawyer who's taking care of her partner and you know they have lots of appointments that they need to make and they have other commitments that they need. And that's part of the reason she loves her practice is that it allows her to do what she needs to do. And she wants to spend time with who she wants to spend time with and not Constantly work all day. She wants to be able to leave her office whenever she wants. And so that's the practice we designed for her. So it's different for everybody. Another reason they can grow more easily and faster is that they're no longer rushed, right? So when you're not rushed, you can strategize, you can think more clearly when it comes to thinking through systems that are going to help you and your staff get things done more effectively. And my clients enjoy their life and actually have one. So they don't resent the work that they're doing for their clients. So when they resent the work they're doing for their clients, they're constantly fighting doing the work. So that's like that push pull. And you might notice yourself putting things off. That's because you're in this mental fight. And what we want to do is we want to stop that fight. We want to bring down what I'm going to get into next, which is the stress cycle. So when we do the work together, their stress cycles are shorter. They notice the stress that they do have, and then they start recognizing, oh, I have tools to help me with the stress, which I give them. And then once they're thinking more clearly, they can strategize to help them overcome whatever stress they have. So it just doesn't fester so long. And this was something I had a problem with because I was constantly in these stress cycles. I didn't know how to get out. And when I learned the tools, then I was able to get out of the stress cycles, I was able to be more productive, and I was able to build my business faster. You're not wasting time feeling frozen and overwhelm or worry, and instead you learn how to process what's happening in your body and then just move on, which is so difficult when you don't have the tools. And then they also have times to think about ways to improve their client experience and bring new clients into the fold. So they can do all of these things because they've used the thought work, they've used the strategies they learn in coaching to start practicing law in a different way, in a new way. Because the old way of thinking about building business was working really hard, grinding, pushing yourself through dread. But more and more lawyers are learning how to manage their mindset, and that is going to be their competitive edge. The lawyers who know how to manage stress and overwhelm and eliminate dread get out of those stress cycles faster, and they are the ones who are going to be the most marketable in their firms and able to grow their own firms in a sustainable way, in a way that other lawyers simply can't do. And one of the tools I am giving my one-on-one clients to help them with this, to support them along the way, is my new monthly business class. And this month, we're talking all about funnels and lead magnets to bring people into your practice more effectively and without you having to do lots of legwork to do it. And I'm only providing this to my one-on-one clients because I work with them individually, on using their calendar, making decisions around what's going to be most impactful in their practice right now and on overcoming overwhelm and incorporating all of these new practices on a daily basis. And if you're just given these practices and you don't have the mindset piece, you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're not going to have the tools to implement implement what I'm offering in this class. And if you're a one-on-one client of mine who feels overwhelmed, then we have time to coach on that in the monthly class and in the one on one sessions that we have together each week. So then I can help you successfully implement what we're talking about. And if you want help calming your practice down and growing it with proven tools and strategies, book a strategy session with me. You can take part in this monthly session at the end of October because it's happening soon. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session to book. Don't stay stuck where you are right now. Commit to learning a new way of doing things so you can grow your practice the way you want to grow it. Create a practice where you can have a life and have the practice you want. This is something you can 100% do no matter how long you've been stuck or how many things you've tried. I know this because I have changed, my clients change, and the only difference is, is that they haven't stopped trying something new. And they realized something that I didn't realize for a very long time is that I could tell you how to grow your practice. I could give you a book. I could do all of those things, right? I could tell you how to ride a bike. I could tell you how to get on the bike and pedal, but what's going to be more effective? Me describing to you how coaching is done or me describing to you how to ride a bike or is it going to be more effective me just coaching you? Is it going to be more effective me just standing next to you while I'm showing you exactly how to ride a bike so that you can ride the bike? What's going to be more effective? What's going to be more efficient? What are you going to really implement and absorb better? Obviously, it's going to be having me by your side helping you. So one of the things I was thinking about when I was thinking about um, making change because making change can be difficult. It can be something that stops us. And I remember when the the first iPhone came out, the very first day, I stood in line for one. It was important for me to adopt new technology. It really always has been There's a coolness factor to it, but there's also a learning curve that you're willing to take on. It was a new technology. I knew it was going to have a big impact on my life. I couldn't have predicted how big it would have had an impact on my life and on the world. But you can see today, just me having that inkling that it was important really was the foundation right, for me to just stand in line get the iphone and do the learning curve right away right like really understanding like okay there's there's a learning curve and i'm so glad i did because it's now part of day-to-day life in my business and probably yours too so i didn't want to feel left behind and the difference between first adopters of new ways of doing things and those who resist are that the new first adopters are willing to learn they're willing to try something different right? They don't want to feel left behind. They are willing to just go in and not know what they're doing just because they want to go first, because they want to have that competitive edge. Meanwhile, other people are waiting to see when something goes mainstream because they're too scared to try something new. I don't want that to be you. I don't want you to be the person who secretly hopes that nothing changes because the secret to success is embracing change in going first. And you can see that with AI now. And who are the first adopters learning AI skills and who are those hoping it doesn't have that big of an impact on their practice and that it'll just go away? Don't wait to embrace change. So book a strategy session with me and we will create a plan that's doable for you, one where you can adopt Adapt as you go, and I'm going to be with you every step of the way. So you can book at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. And another thing that you are going to get when you work with me is the session I'm doing in December, all about how to plan step by step, step your 2024. So with that, let's dive into the foundation that we're going to be talking about specifically for that class. All right, so. What you see before you is your yearly goal decision tree. And I want you to compartmentalize here. I want you to see these are three separate sections. And I want you to just focus on the very top section right now. It's just the yearly goals we want to look at. And when you're choosing yearly goals, you just want to pick three to five. And on this particular example, I'm going to give you, I've picked three yearly goals you're going to be working on throughout your year. You don't want to pick too many because you don't want to be overwhelmed, right? You don't want to add to your list of things to do. You want to pick the most impactful things to do and you're really going to want to think through okay what exactly do i think is going to have the biggest impact on my bottom line on on the money that i'm bringing in on the service to my clients on me you know dousing the overwhelm and making my life easier so ask yourself those questions and then you're just going to pick 3 to 5 that really fit the bill so i've given some examples here i'm going to i'm going to run those by you i have 3 here one is create 500 new leads with an opt-in at a 5% conversion rate. Now, don't worry if you don't understand that language because what we talk about in the business class are numbers. And don't be afraid of numbers. We're going to make this really good. I used to be a person who totally avoided numbers, who didn't want to think about them, and now it's the lifeblood of my business because I understand data. And when you understand data, you can grow more easily. But you've got to calm the overwhelm. You've got to get over your fear of the numbers. And you've got to just dig in. So when I talk about creating leads, those are people who are now aware of your business that have never been aware of your business before maybe. They're people that come in in a lot of different ways, right? You could get a lead through a referral. You could get a lead through a speaking engagement. But specifically, what I'm talking about here in this goal is to create leads with what's called an opt-in. So if you've downloaded the Busy Lawyer's Guide, that's an opt-in, okay? And if you haven't downloaded it, you can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer and you can see what I mean. It's something where somebody opts in to your email newsletter by giving them, you, giving you their name and their email address, and you provide something of value to them, something that's related to your business, and that's what we're going to be talking about in our business training in October for my one-on-one clients. And what a conversion rate is is how many of those people have who have raised their hands as leads, saying, "Hey, I'm interested. Hey, I want to give you my email address for that really cool opt-in that you made for me." How many of them are actually coming to a consult for you? And so we just want to make a number. And the reason we just want to pick a number and get really specific here, it could be 2%, it could be 5%. 5% is an amazing conversion rate for an opt-in. But the reason we want to pick a number is because part of the goal throughout the year is not just going to be to create the opt-in to find a way to really promote the opt-in, but it's also going to be to collect data. And when we go through the planning workshop on in 2024, for um, it's going to be December 2nd of this year, but it's going to be about planning 2024. We're going to talk more about this in terms of how you are going to be measuring how you are going to be collecting data for these kinds of things. So don't worry if this is something that Is a little confusing for you. We're going to cover it in the class. And I also want you to, and then I'm going to get into the next examples. Okay. So the second example is to a goal for your year might be to get on 12 stages to promote your opt in and your consults. So a stage might be a, a CLE, it might be ClioCon. It might be some other convention or some local bar associations. You're doing some sort of presentation. You want to just get on 12 stages. That's your goal. And there may be other parts to this, right? Like thinking about what you need to do in order to create that presentation and make connections. But we're not even getting there yet. We are just looking at overall, what is your goal for the year? because we're going to break this down step by step. I'm going to walk you through an example and then you'll have more of an idea of what steps you need to take. And when you come to my planning um my planning event on December 2nd of this year, it's a half day event, we can actually answer this for you. So you'll be able to call in, call in. It's on Zoom. I don't know what call in what year was that? When was the last time people said that? I mean, anyway, you'll be able to zoom <laughs> In and you'll be able to raise your hand and say, Hey, I would like to be on 12 stages this year, but I don't really know the steps to do that. Can you help me break it down? And so I will help you break it down. We will break it down into small, doable steps for you. And then we'll actually plan it so it's doable throughout your year. It's not as if you're totally overwhelmed trying to get on these 12 stages. So know that that is going to be available to you if you want help by me. You can show up, ask your questions, and I will help you break down what you want to do. All right. So the third example I have for a yearly goal is bring a five-hour estate planning process down to two hours with boilerplate, staff training, et cetera. So a lot of lawyers I talk to, they haven't maybe collected this data. But if you really thought about it, whatever your practice is, think about how long it takes for you to get certain documents out. And maybe you have certain areas of frustration in your practice. Think about those areas and really think about what you need to do in order to get the process as smooth as possible. So I put the example here from a perspective of a lawyer thinking about something she's doing in her estate planning process, in her estate planning practice that maybe takes an extreme amount of time and she doesn't know why maybe taking 5 hours. She's like she's clueless. She doesn't understand what's happening because she's so busy working in her business. She hasn't really had time to sit back and think clearly about what can I do in order to bring this process down to a manageable level and give me my time back. So, we're going to just use that example so that you can see how we break this yearly overall structured plan down into the quarters, and then down into the months, and then eventually into your weeks. So we're going to start here with this example to really show you what this will look like. All right. So quick recap. So when you're picking your yearly goals to build your business, you only want to pick three to five for the whole year. It sounds like a small amount of goals but i want you to know if you finish these goals you can always add more <laughs> you just want to pick 3 to 5 of the most important goals so that you can implement those during the year right so once you have these decided then you're going to look at your quarters and you're going to break them down even further so we have 4 quarters in a year what do you answer this question okay what do you think of your 3 to 5 yearly goals are going to be the most important. I want you to put them in an order of importance. This is essential. I selected for goal focus number one, for quarter one, to bring that 5 hour estate planning process down to 2. My reasoning is your time is your most valuable resource. You will never get your time back. Right? You are that's why my clients pay me so much money. They understand the value of time. They understand yes, if I get my time in order, I can create anything I want in my practice and once they do, they can they're unstoppable. So the very first focus, if one of your yearly focuses that you want to really work on in 2024 is giving yourself back time and you look for a process or you look for a frustration in your practice right now that's taking way more time than you think it should be, I want you to pick that as your very first project, okay? Because if you don't have time you don't have time for anything else on your yearly goal focus, your yearly goal decision tree, right? Like you have zero more time and you're just piling on work that is going to make you more overwhelmed. So start with in quarter one, what is going to give you back your time? So once you've decided you can, and when you look at your quarter one, you're going to pick three. To five goals. But here, I am only putting one goal on here because I'm assuming that this is going to be a very overwhelmed attorney who has this problem and someone who doesn't have their time in order yet. And my only desire for you, if this is you, is to focus on something that will give you your time back. So, that's your one quarterly goal. So, once you have your quarterly goal decided, or goals, if you aren't so overwhelmed, you can add more in. Then you're going to break down your quarterly into your monthly. The same thing goes here. So, if you have three quarterly goals, let's say, because those three quarterly goals are the most important in your practice, then you're going to prioritize them further in two months. You're going to decide which one gets my attention in January, then February, then March. So there's three months and a quarter. So you just want to break this down very simply for yourself. So you understand where you want to focus your attention month by month. Maybe you only have one goal and you're using it for all three months. That's actually the example I'm going to give you. So just know you're taking your yearly, you're breaking in prioritizing down into the quarters, and then you're going to look at your months. What are you going to be focusing on? So once you get into the months, let's take this example and I'm going to show you how to focus your attention on this goal for your January, February, and March Okay, so we look at the goal focus for the quarter is bringing a five-hour estate planning process down to a two-hour process. So in January, we're really gonna be laying the foundation for getting it done. Again, I'm assuming someone who's very overwhelmed maybe only has an hour a week to do this. And then you can just put this on your weekly calendar when we get there. Right now, we're just looking at an overview of what it might look like to complete this goal in one quarter. So in January, you are going to research systems, kind of get some ideas for what might work for your practice. This is something I work on with my one-on-one clients, actually. Like we can get this done pretty quickly and we can problem solve and troubleshoot pretty quickly. But if you don't have a coach, there's tons of examples online. You can just Google them. You can talk to some of your friends who are lawyers and kind of get an idea of what their systems look like. You can then create a template. Right. So maybe you have some, you haven't really created a boilerplate for some of your estate plans or documents or something like that. And then you are able to then create a boilerplate that really is going to work for most of your clients. And then you'll have that on hand. I know a lot of newer attorneys haven't created those templates. But I also know a lot of attorneys who've been around a while who've just never stopped and taken the time to just create a template that they can work from and that they're not reinventing the wheel every time they're making an estate plan or doing any other kind of document. And then you might want to talk to your staff. You might have some staff members and you can talk to them about, hey, what are you seeing with this process? What do you think the holdup is? Um, Do you see a way to make this process go smoother? And, And you're basically collecting data from them and you're seeing how you might be able to apply it to the work that you're doing to create a system. And then you're just writing out based on your hypothesis of what's going to work, a step-by-step system for your your staff. Okay? That's it. Like that is all you need to do. You can definitely do that in 1 hour a week. Now, when you get into February, then that might be when you put on your, your calendar, hey, I need to um, schedule something with my staff so I can train them on the system and then have them implement the system and then just see how it goes. And then after a few weeks, then I'm going to collect some data. I'm going to be checking in weekly just to see how, how the system's running. But by the end of the month, I should have enough data to tell me whether or not I've actually gotten from the five-hour process down to a two-hour process. And if it hasn't worked, let's just assume it hasn't worked, right? We, we do the best that we can, but we always, always, always want to collect data to see what can be improved. That's something that when I talk to my clients on their week, we, we do that on a weekly basis, right? We're like, what worked? What didn't work? What are we going to do different? So the next month after you've trained the staff, you've collected some data, then in March you're going to add an hour on your calendar for these things. You're going to troubleshoot, see what can be fixed, right? You're maybe you'll have a staff meeting and maybe collect some more ideas. Maybe you'll tweak that step by step that you wrote up for your staff. Maybe you'll review that process again with the staff and collect more data, right? These are all just examples of what you can do to really decrease the overwhelm because now you're focusing your brain on the tiny elements of this project. Because if we just look at the big project of taking a five-hour project down to a two-hour project, we might get overwhelmed. We might think there's just no way. I can't do it. But as soon as we get over those thoughts, as soon as we realize, oh yeah, I can do it, Then we just make it a goal. We make it a discrete goal and we break it down into smaller processes, which we spread out over the time that we have allotted. That's it. So I want you to know this is doable. This is simple. And we're going to be walking through your specific systems, whatever it is you need that you want to put into your 2024 to make it your firm's best year yet. So now that we have your process for growth, I want to invite you to my new event happening December 2nd. It's called Your Firm's Best Year Yet, Banish Overwhelm in Your Law Firm and Strategize Growth in 2024. You can get on the waitlist now. I'm going to be sending out more information, but you can get on the waitlist at dinacataldo.com forward slash 2024. And inside this half-day event, I am going to be coaching you on how to plan your year. I'm going to help you focus your brain on the needle movers in your practice, the ones that are actually going to increase your revenue and give you back your time. I'm going to give you a step-by-step guide to really break down the how. So if you watch this training, one of the examples of the how is this decision tree. this yearly goal decision tree. And I'm going to show you that. I'm going to give you more because there's many questions you want to ask yourself and some thought processes you want to walk yourself through. And when you learn those skills, you can do them time after time after time. It's amazing. Once you learn a skill, you don't lose it. I'm also going to give you coaching on our event to help you think through the thought processes you have on what's most impactful on your practice. So if you have any question, you just raise your hand and I'll help you. Like this is your opportunity to have somebody by your side, helping you plan your 2024. Like most of us don't have something like this is, and that's part of the reason why it feels so hard to grow is if you don't have that coach by your side to help you, you simply can't get it. Done. Okay. And then you're also going to be getting this focused time on December 2nd to really focus on your business instead of in it. So many of the lawyers I talk to before they start coaching are so overwhelmed that they can't even think about putting an hour on their calendar to help give them 10. Right. So if you can get a five hour process streamlined to two. How many hours do you get back if you just have one project? Well, you get three hours back. Multiply that by five projects a week. You're going to get what? 15. 15 hours back. So understand these processes give you back that time. And getting back 10, 15 hours from your week every single week, what do you think the impact is going to be on you and your practice? How are you going to feel walking in the door knowing you have everything under control? How are you going to feel when you actually get to spend time with your family on the weekend and not be thinking about work all the time, right? Don't ruminate about work. Don't worry about your to-do list because now you have a plan for the year and you already know what you're doing. You don't have to worry about what should I be doing to build my practice? What should I be doing to make sure that I have sustainable income? What do I need to be doing to make sure that I have people walking through the door every single day? You don't have to worry about that because you're actually creating the plan ahead of time and then you're just doing the work. You're just putting it on the calendar and doing the work. And then you're also going to get from this planning session the confidence that you have that plan already in place because it's going to be done that morning. You just raise your hand. You have questions. I am there to help you. So I want you to join me for this program. I'm going to send out all the details in upcoming weeks. Obviously, we've got a couple months before we get started, but I want you to sign up for the waitlist now because I'm going to be sending out some special trainings. I'm going to be sending out some special reminders. So you got to get on the waitlist in order to get those. So go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 2024, get on the waitlist. And then let's change 2024 for you. Let's make it your firm's best year yet. All right, my friend, I hope you had a great training. Remember, If you haven't watched this, you were listening to the podcast, you can always go to my website at dinacataldo.com forward slash 282, get the screenshot of what I was showing you um, verbally, I guess, if you're listening to the podcast. And you can also watch the training again on YouTube so that you have the full experience of the training. All right. I will talk to you next week. Bye.